Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. Welcome back. I know we've been taking a few weeks off because um, my schedule went kind of haywire. And <laughs> um, <clears throat> so we've been trying to work through all of these different things and all these new developments that have been coming up um, in the last month or so. But we are back today and I'm very excited about today's show. We're going to have a good time. We're going to talk all about getting to yes and what it will take to succeed at your manifesting. The big topic has been manifesting with multidimensional energy and parallel realities and this subject has really gone off the charts um, amongst us and, and several others. I have been on a few shows and um, and and just this like I'm just still stuttering at how well received this this stuff has been. And it makes my heart sing because it's advanced stuff. It's not the beginner stuff. It's not the very basic that it's really um, starting to get us into the to the realms of really maximizing our true capacities and energies and capacities that we've had all along, but now are just coming into more relevance and into view and and I'm excited about it because this is the stuff I'm doing for myself um, and it's nice to have great people to share it with who get it and who are interested and really working hard. So I wanted to do a show today about some of the things that I see coming up. I have private sessions um, that we booked and they're already booked into May. So that's really interesting um, <laughs> to see. Not to May, I'm sorry, they're booked into June into June. So we're, you know, I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, working a lot of hours a week meeting people from all over the world and that's been really fun. Uh, A lot of work, but really, really fun. And I'm very excited about how um, people are really embracing the work and doing the work. So if you have been one of those people, thank you. I've been, it's been great. And if you have a session coming up, that's fantastic. Um, And if you're interested in learning more, that's great too. So um, just quick announcement we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to be sending out an email, so make sure you're on our list. You can do that by joining us at theahaway.com, T-H-E-A-H-A-W-A-Y.com. That's my website name, and you can sign up there, and then you'll get all of our announcements and whatnot. But we're going to do another round of the um, multidimensional Manifesting Lab Level 1 is an audio course now. I'm not going to teach that one again live. So that one is self-paced study. You can um, purchase that, and then you're eligible for the live classes, which will be Level 2 and Level 3. So um, tomorrow you'll see in your inbox a, um, a, a email about the audio course if you have not taken it yet. 
and that will make you eligible for the live class, and I'll be um, opening registration for that as well before the end of the week, and um, we'll start teaching that class in middle of May. And I'm excited about that because even though I've already taught a level two and a level three, our girls are just finishing up level three. Actually, tomorrow's our last class, um, so it's like a whole 12-week program. Um, I actually have been channeling a new level two so that there's more information coming in as, as I, you know, sort of expose people to the information the guides are coming in with more nuances, more enhancements, um, more models for using your alignment sessions. We changed visioning sessions uh, to alignment sessions that made so much more sense um, when the guides sort of said, you know, visioning sessions is not, people aren't getting it because whenever we're thinking about visualizing or creating a vision about what we desire, it puts it off in the future. It kind of cements the energy and it's not here yet. And what we're not, we're not really doing that. It is here. The energy is here. And what you desire is here. It's just a matter of it coming from the invisible into the visible form. And you being willing to receive it and accept it. Um, and so if you're in the mode of visioning it off in the future or visioning something for your future, you are literally pushing it off and then it does not come. So, so anyway, they changed the word visioning session to alignment session. So alignment um, actually implies that it's already here. It's just a matter of you thinking up with what's already here, which is that new parallel that you've chosen. And that makes all the difference in the world. Just the phrasing of things. You have to be careful with the way you word things. Um, I, I had a client yesterday who kept saying, stop saying the word try. She said, I'm trying to manifest and I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to do that. And that sounds very um, polite. You know, well, I'm trying this and I'm trying that, you know. And that really is actually arresting the development of what it is you desire. So by the end of the session, she changed it, and that's awesome. Um, so anyway, that's the type of, you know, fine-tuning that the guides are doing as I'm teaching and as I'm facilitating, really. Um, and they're reading the audience. They're reading all of you who are engaged in this work, you know, whether you're with me or not, and they're reading the energy of the entire group. They're saying, okay, now we're seeing how people are receiving it in their human, you know, form. So here's a better way of phrasing this or doing that. So level two is will be channeled live, as will level three. Um, and if you'd like to participate in level two, keep your eyes on your inbox because I'll have that. Um, we're just working on the page. So as soon as I can get that up, um, and we may just do it by an email page. I have to sort that out. I'll do that tonight. But um, so over the next day or two, you'll see that come in. And if you'd like one of those um, spots, we'll do an early registration and then a regular registration as well. Because uh, we'll start it. I need, a, I need like a couple of weeks from teaching for a little break and then we'll start. And uh, I'm excited about, uh, excited about this because we have some new alignment session models. We've been talking about congratulatory conversations and been talking about um, you know some some specific models for those alignment sessions, and we're going to have six new mo I think five new models coming in that um, I'll be teaching in level two. So that I, I'm excited about that because it just gives you opportunity to be more versatile and to have some more uh, you know different ways of of creating you know stepping into those parallels and, and using your energy to 
um, sort of, you know, load them in uh, and, and receive them, you know, and allow them in. So that's really exciting. The second course that's coming out, and I finally finished it, yay, uh, is the AHA Factor online course. So many of you, um, a couple of hundred of you have taken the free version of the online course that is in association with my book, The AHA Factor, that came out in January. Well, I have the full course now. I had to record all the audios and create the worksheets and whatnot, and um, we're getting that page up. So that should should launch next week. And um, you'll all be getting emails about that. Um, there'll be a fourth video because there was a three-part, three videos that were released, and I have a fourth video that I've finished. And then that will also give you um, all the instructions for registering for the full online course. So that's exciting. And um, that's really going to help you to become fluent in your intuition. And I have a whole campaign, a whole, it was kind of a uh, movement that was downloaded to me from my guides saying, you know, we call it Mission Intuition. And my kind of, um, one of my, I don't want to use the word purpose, but, you know, one of my uh, projects, if you will, (laughs) is to get a million people to, to facilitate a million people getting fluent in the language of their intuition. So we call that Mission Intuition. You're going to start to see me talking more about that over the next month or so. Um, but this is really, really near and dear to my heart because it, life just gets so much easier. And if you're doing all this multidimensional manifesting work and working the parallel realities, one of the things that's really important for you to be is intuitive, is um, fluent in the language of your intuition because you need to know what are your action steps. You know, you don't just sit there and do these, these alignment sessions and then don't take any action your intuition is working hand-in-hand with you as well as your telepathy and your channeling skills, hand-in-hand with you to help you to um, make whatever adjustments you need to make so that those, so that you can allow that whatever that's in that invisible realm to in the energetic realm to come into the physical form. So these two skills, the manifest and multidimensional manifesting and the intuitive or energetic communication system um, fluency those go hand in hand. So lots of tools, lots of good stuff coming up. Um, once I finish all that, then our blog goes into full force. I'll get to writing that. And I'm also working on the second book. So that's exciting too, and that should be up. So lots of stuff going on. Um, we do have a new Facebook group for anybody who is in our multidimensional manifesting classes. And, um, and if you'd like to participate in that, uh, it's a it's a closed group, so it's only for those who've actually purchased the course or are participating in the course. Um, you can uh, send us an email at support at com, and we'll get that out to you. And we'll also probably include the the link um, for those who have you know participated already in the course or are signing up for the new ones. All right, so that's our announcement. Um, one other announcement is just our AHA energy check. Working in retrograde, I believe, starts Thursday. <laughs> so just, you know, keep that in the back of your mind. It lasts for three weeks. I'm not sure exactly when it ends. Um, I have to, I, I, I've decided that this round of Mercury and retrograde I'm going to try to ignore. <laughs> uh, and, and I say that lovingly. I just, you know, you're aware of it, but um, you don't want to necessarily dictate your life by it. But however... The 
major, the main tenets about Mercury and retrograde, as you probably know, but we'll just repeat them just for the sake of ease, is you don't want to sign major contracts um, during this time, buy major appliances, things like cars, signing you know, leases and loans and all that type of stuff. You want to sign before Mercury and retrograde or after Mercury and retrograde because usually things kind of have a way of, you know, Murphy's Law, things, you know, kind of, if they can go wrong, they will go wrong kind of thing. And um, you want to just be careful about your communications with people. Things kind of get garbled and, and, and that type of thing. So just keep an eye out. The nice thing about Mercury and retrograde is if it does look like there's something that, that's, you know, going awry, Usually there's a quick solution that comes up right behind it. So it's not a crisis. It's just an annoyance. So, you know, just keep your, you know, what's about you if you're traveling, get the traveler's insurance, you know, you know, put the oil in the car, do a little bit of, you know, checks and balances. Um, if you were going to normally take a risk, you might want to back off of the risk a little bit, you know, during that time. But you can also switch into the parallel where, it doesn't affect you <laughs> and or certainly is minimized, okay? So it's up to you how you want to handle it, but um, it does start on Thursday. So if things seem to get a little slow or feel wonky, that, that might be the reason why. Okay, so also if you'd like to call in and talk to me tonight, uh, you are welcome to do so. I see a lot of people on the lines already and they are already in the queue talking to my producer, Sam. So the number to call in is 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. And then um, we'll, after I finish with the content, we will get into talking to some of you live on the phone. Okay, so let's get into this getting to yes. Um, I've done a lot of shows actually on obstacles and blocks and things, and as I've been doing all these private sessions with people, it's 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 good. It's actually great um, for market research too because I get to know kind of what are the stumbling blocks and what are some of the common questions that are going across all the sessions. You know, everybody has their own individual things they're working on, but there's a lot of you know pretty. You see some common threads, um, and from several of the shows that I've done. Um, Wait a second here. Okay. Let me just turn my volume on my computer down. Okay, sorry. Um, Several of the shows I've done, I've seen uh, a lot of uh, the same questions coming up. So I wanted to address some of those on the show today. So one of the first things that comes up a lot is timing and how. You know, how how is this all going to happen? And you know, how fast, you know, how fast can I get my results? And so timing is interesting because if you think about time, um, you know, I was thinking about flying back to to Long Island, to New Jersey, where I used to live and, um, and to uh, see my family in Long Island. And you think, you know, I'd be flying backwards in time by three hours from California back to the East Coast. And then you think, well, if I flew to London, then I'd be going backwards in time by about eight hours. And you know, and, or if, but if I flew to Australia, I'd be going forward in time uh, by a day and some hours, twelve hours in a day, you know, into the new day. Well, how does it make sense then if we've got all these different time zones? Does time really exist? I mean, is it really this hard and fast thing? 
or is it a construct that we've created so that we can kind of keep ourselves organized and make sure that each 1,000 miles of, of distance uh, where the sun, you know, that everybody has the same length of daylight and the same length of nighttime light, or at least relatively different, right? I mean, Alaska blows that out of the water, <laughs> you know, as do other parts of the, the world. So um, everything is relative, okay? So when you're working with your parallels and you're thinking about timing and time, one of the things that we talk about is choosing the parallel where things have already come into fruition. It's not a matter of time because there's, there's really one moment when all of this happens, and then there's simultaneous dimensions on either side of that one moment, but the where you experience it is now. Right? So we always hear, oh, stay in the now, stay in the now. But what we're talking about is stay focused on that point and the timing really is not is not relative. So you can when you're choosing parallels, you can literally, if you choose and if you if you're open to it, you can jump and have th- have things that come way faster than would what you would normally consider consider to be normal um, timeline wise. Okay, because you're making that choice. You're making a choice to go into a dimension or into a parallel where it's already here. So the only thing that's really governing timing is your openness to be in alignment, is your alignment with something. And so one of my um, mantras that I've been using, and I've talked about this in all of my classes that I've taught this in the last few weeks, is there's no such thing as time align, align, align. The faster you are in alignment with something, the quicker things come. You know, when I um, signed with my literary agent, uh, I got signed in 10 minutes. We had a 10-minute conversation. She's like, okay, I'm signing you. Now, there are whole magazines written and books written on getting a literary agent and how people have all sorts of horror stories about how they waited for three years and they had to publish five books and, you know, have all these numbers and everything else. But I wasn't attached to those stories, and I just didn't—I I didn't really have a story around. That. I was just like, okay, I need this. Okay, fine. And so it, it, I didn't have to go through that story because I was without even thinking about parallels at that time when I was working on this, on this that piece of thing. I just chose the parallel where, okay, we have an agent. Okay, fine. Moving on, now we have to get the book sold. And when she put the book out, we had our first offer in 24 hours. Again, that's like kind of unusual, especially traditional publishing. Right? You hear horror for, I mean, people make tens of thousands of dollars helping authors get their first publishing deal, get their first literary agent. I mean, you just see, you know, workshop after workshop and symposiums and whole weekends and conferences and all this stuff just on those two things alone. And so the timing isn't set for anything. And I'm sure you've had things like that in your life where, you know, certain things come and they come really in really fast. And then there's other things that take so long. It wasn't the timing that was really the issue. It was my alignment. I was completely in alignment with getting the, 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 um, the, the publishing deal. I didn't have any hangups about it. I, you know, the, the book for me, I think I would, it would take me longer to get a TV show because that was, had more charge on it, like, oh, TV, oh, my God, oh, my God. The book is like, okay, yeah, I need to do a book. Okay, that's good. 
here's the book, here's the proposal, yep, okay, what do I have to do next? Okay, oh, no, I need an agent. Okay, fine, let's get an agent. You know, it was more kind of all in a day's work. It wasn't on a pedestal, you know, and that took a lot of charge off of it. And so I got into alignment very quickly, and it happened very quickly. Now, obviously, there's other things that can seem like they are taking a lot longer. But if you really look at it, you have to ask yourself, what is it about that I'm out of alignment with? So instead of saying, when is it going to happen? 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 Oh, when is it going to happen? And when? And when? And when? And when? And when? And then calling me and saying, can you see for me? Can you tell me when this is going to happen? Like, when or how is it going to happen? The question to ask is, how can I be in better alignment with this coming to fruition or coming into complete visibility in my world? How can I be in the best alignment for this to come into complete fruition in my world, in my waking state, in my world, in my present moment, in my physical you know, existence? However you want to phrase that, you can listen to the podcast and you know, write that down because I know I'm talking fast and I'm trying to get a lot and I see a really ridiculous number of people on the phone today, which is very, very cool. Um, so thank you, everybody. But, uh, yeah, if, if you want to ask that question, how can I be in, the, in alignment with what I most desire? Okay? And so when you wake up in the morning, uh, ask that question. You know, come up with that parallel that you're working on, and you're already in it. As soon as, remember, as soon as you make the choice, I'm in the parallel where I'm living in my new house. I'm in the parallel where I'm in this fabulous, amazing marriage. I'm in the parallel where I, you know, I am financially independent and free. I'm in the parallel where I'm completely healed and feeling really, you know, in my prime and feeling of high vitality and, and excitement, blah, blah, blah. I'm in the parallel where I'm the published author. I'm in the parallel where I have the fantastic new career. I'm in the parallel where I'm traveling worldwide, you know, all that. When you, as soon as you choose that, you're in it. But remember, your old circumstances will still be visible upon your, your choice because now they have to, they're the residue of all the choices you were making up until that point and all of where your focus has been up until that point. Okay? Anything, um, so once you choose the parallel, you're in it. Some people say, well, I, you know, I need the steps. Give me the steps, step by step of how to get in the parallel. You're in it. As soon as you say, I'm in it, I'm in it. (laughs) Now, how you um, allow that to load in is another thing, okay? So the timing aspect is more alignment. That's number one. Now, number two, one of the things that, um, that really gets into people's way is, and this is, there's two parts of this. Something will work. Okay, and people say, well, will this work for me? The answer is yes, if you give it permission to, and no, if you don't. So a lot of people say, well, um, this sounds great, but how can this happen? Like, if this is this and that is that, then what about this and what about that? And well, you know, what if, you know, somebody else wants this and then I want that, and then how does this work and how does it work? And what they're doing is they have, they take their intellect and they start to get very granular in the how. 
and, and because their mental mind will not let them accept the alignment of the new parallel unless they can mentally figure out how it can be true. Now, when we were in elementary school, and a lot of the ways we grew up, especially in the Western world, is we got rewarded for having all the answers, for having conclusions, for being decisive, for knowing exactly every little, you know, nook and cranny of how something can happen. And that can really kill this work because your higher self is what's driving the, the transfer from the invisible into the visible. Your physical mind is not equipped to know the how in this work. Your physical mind is there to organize the steps that you're receiving of what you should do in the physical to help steward it into reality, you know, into your waking state. But it's not there to figure out all of the nitpicky, you know, all of the energetic aspects that make the how. Okay, so I see people asking me a lot of very complex, complicated, intellectualized questions about how this could happen and well, if that happens and this and this happens and that, and then they want to know why their stuff hasn't shown up yet. But they're not really what's happening is they're not giving it permission to sh- show up until they until they can really feel a hundred percent that it's real or that it's true, or that it makes sense scientifically, so that, that then they're willing to give themselves permission to accept it. So, you know, people talk about dieting, right? And they say, oh, well, should I use Weight Watchers or Genocrat or Nutrisystem? Or oh, will those work for me? Or will that diet work? Or will this diet work? Or, you know, and, and the answer is yes to all of them. Every single diet works. Every single one of them. The caveat is they work if you give them permission to work. You can have people who go for weight loss surgery and everybody else has lost, you know, 100 pounds and they lose 2 pounds because they didn't give permission for that surgery to work in their world, in that parallel. So when you over-intellectualize and you take things and you start to take them apart and try to find what's wrong and be the skeptic and be the, you know, do this this um, dissecting, you are literally pushing your result away because you're saying, I refuse to accept this as real in my world until I know every single little nuance and I can prove, you know, that it's, that it's truth. But truth is relative. Truth is what you allow it to be. So, you know, some, you, know you see it with the political elections. You know, one person says, oh, Hillary Clinton is a scandal. And one person's like, oh, she's a liar. She's a this, she's a scandal. And another person's like, no, she's not. Great, she's better than the other ones. You know, and for each person, it's their own truth. And each person can argue their side pretty good. But if they, you know, whoever, then one person will choose a parallel where Hillary wins and the other person will choose a parallel where Hillary loses and they'll experience their world as such. Okay, because those parallels all exist. And that's what's very exciting about this work is that every single, there's infinite number of parallels with infinite numbers of potentials and whatever you choose to be your truth is your truth. So trying to find the overall truth, that's where you get yourself into trouble. Okay? That's where you get yourself into trouble. There is no one universal, over-the-top, you know, over-everything truth. It's what you choose. 
it's what you choose. And people say, oh, well, you know, and there's lots of ways to argue that. I'm not going to get into every little detail. But the thing, the bottom line is that when it comes to will something work for you or not, or when it comes to at what point will what you're desiring show up in your physical world, when it comes to that, it depends very much on when you give it permission to show up. And like I said, there have been many things I know for me personally and for my clients that happen instantaneously. One of my friends, and I'm sure she's listening tonight, talks to me about her parking spaces. Really, really into getting the parking spaces. It's like really exciting to her to get her parking spaces. So she, she has been playing with her parallels of going to the store and being in a crowded, you know, mall or whatever and being able to get parking spaces ahead of time, right? Or so then to show up. And the closer the store, the better. And it's, how cool is that? So she jumps into a parallel, switches into a parallel where, you know, where normally it would be very hard to get parking in, there's a spot for her. Well, what does that do? Well, what that does is if you start to play and you do this as a game, the time she gets her parking spaces, it gives her proof that her bigger things can come to fruition. It gives her permission to let her bigger things come to fruition. Now, could she let those bigger things come to fruition without the parking spaces? Absolutely. But if she's a linear thinker, then it's like, okay, let me practice on these little things that are inconsequential. I mean, if she doesn't get the parking space, oh, well, it's okay. It's not a big, huge thing. But if she gets the parking space again and again and again and again and again and again, again when it comes to those bigger things like relationships, career, you know, and, and other really what she would consider, what we would all consider to be the big kahuna thing, it's easier to allow ourselves, yourself to receive it or to show it, you know, visibly in your world when you trust that the process itself works because you've been testing it over and over and over again on things that you would consider that you would assign to be inconsequential, you know? So, and and that's a, not a bad thing to do, you know, especially if you happen to be a linear, more scientific type of thinker. Um, it's a great thing to do. Play with this in smaller things. And we've had some people in our Facebook group and in our advanced classes doing similar things. Um, one one gal wanted to see a deer on her way to work, and she doesn't normally see deer on her way to work. She says, I switched into the parallel where I saw a deer, and the next thing I know, within a minute of switching, there was a deer off to her right in the field. She heard, like, you know, intuitively look to the right, and there it was off in the field. Fabulous. Fabulous. It's great because you don't have this, you know, if she didn't see the deer in a minute, she wasn't going to lose sleep over it, right? But if you're dealing with the, you know, a relationship situation or you're dealing with a money situation or bills, you know, whatever your bigger situations are, you know, you get locked up. Can this happen? What if it doesn't happen fast enough? I need this to happen yesterday. It didn't happen yet. It shouldn't have happened before. Oh, my gosh, when is it going to happen? How is it going to happen? Will it happen? Can I trust this? I did stuff like this before. It never worked. It didn't work for the other guy. How would it work for me? Oh, it worked for her, but everything works for her. How come it's not working for me? On and on and on and on and on. Oh, let me call Mari for a reading so she can tell me that she sees it, you know. And so ultimately, even if uh, you did get on a call with me in a reading and you said, 
Mari, is this going to happen for me? All I'm doing is reading what parallels you're at this time choosing for yourself. You can change that in an instant. But in fact, when you do have a, a reading of some, one sort or the other, angels, akashics, or whatever, as soon as I say something and your mental mind takes it in, you literally have chosen a different parallel than that thing in some way, shape, or form. Remember, a parallel changes with just one atom of a difference. So just by you knowing, it's different than you in the parallel of not knowing. So, so you can say, okay, I really like what she just said. Oh, that, yes, that's what I want. You know, I want, I want this guy to ask me to marry him in three months. Oh, my goodness, she said that the guy's going to ask me to marry him in three months. Oh, that's great. I'm going to get married in three months. I'm going to get engaged in three months. Oh, that's awesome. And then you stay high in your energy and you keep choosing that parallel. Mari said three months. I want three months. Okay, I'm going to keep, you know, I, I, this is going to happen in three months because Mari said it and I said it and we all said. Well, it's not that I said. It, it makes a difference at all. It's that you keep choosing over and over and over and over and over again for those next three months. You keep choosing. I'm in the parallel. I'm getting engaged in three months. I'm in the parallel. I'm in the parallel. I'm in the parallel. I'm in the parallel. I'm getting engaged. I'm getting engaged. I'm getting engaged. If you stay the same, then, you know, it's very likely you will get engaged in three months. But if you, if I say to you, well, I don't know if I don't see three months, I think it's six months, maybe not at all. And you say, oh, that's not what I want to hear. I don't, I'm not going to listen to her. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to just, I know I'm getting engaged in three months. But then you have doubt. Oh, but Mari said, you know, Mari's got all these testimonials. She said, I'm not getting engaged in three months, and he's being a jerk, and now I know he's going to keep being a jerk. And, I, you know, and now all of a sudden the guy becomes more and more and more and more of a jerk. That's because you're choosing parallels where he's a jerk, he's a jerk, he's a jerk. Mari said, Mari said, Mari said, instead of your own power of saying, okay, well, she said this, but how do I choose a parallel where that's not the case? How do I choose a parallel of what I really desire? What she's saying is, like in a session, if she's saying, well, you know, you're not on the trajectory to get engaged by this time because X, Y, Z seems to be in the way, then, you know, you can choose a parallel where you say, how do I get in better alignment with being engaged in three months? Or what is it that I need to fix that will stand in my way so that I can be in better alignment with getting engaged, period? Maybe, you know, Mari's saying, oh, you're not getting engaged in three months. Maybe you get engaged next week. It could be sooner. But it's about you choosing, not about somebody predicting. Okay, so, you know, isn't good to go for an intuitive session here and there? Sure, you know, you're spinning out and you need somebody to give you some, some hope or some guidance or just to ease your mind, your anxiety is over the top or something like that. You just want, you know, kind of a, a, a barometer of things, yes. But to be codependent on somebody predicting or telling you that, you know, everything's going to be okay, everything is not going to be okay if you're constantly choosing the most negative situation if you're focusing all of your energy on negativity, okay? Now, so it's a matter of you giving yourself permission to receive what you're asking for. That's huge. And giving permission to whatever solutions are coming your way to provide you with what you're asking for. So people say, oh, well, you know, um, I'm going to go for a healing session, you know, an energetic healing session, a Reiki session. And, you know, I personally, I don't like Reiki. I hate Reiki. I, I never, it just never did it for me. Other people absolutely swear by Reiki. And he worked for me if I don't like it. No, it won't. 
Why? Because I don't want it to, <laughs> because I don't like it. It doesn't feel good to me. Now, other people, will it work for them like the second coming? Absolutely. Why? Because they're giving it permission to work for them like the second coming. They're literally telling their cellular structure, their bodies, their minds, their energy, you're about to get Reiki done. We like Reiki. Reiki heals us, so we will be healed when Reiki is over. Okay? And then you get up from Reiki and you feel all healed. You go into that session and say, I hate Reiki. I always feel angry after Reiki's over. Uh, I always feel agitated. It's not for me. You know, my head spins, whatever. This isn't going to work. You're not going to get up from that table and have Reiki work around your psyche of saying it's not going to work. Reiki's not going to work. So don't get the session if that's the way you feel. You're not giving permission for it to work. But if you do, it will. If you don't, it won't. Because the thing that you're doing is not the issue. It's you making a choice. And the more you get adept at this, the less and less props and interventions you need. Because you could just choose, ultimately, I am now in a parallel where I'm healed and not need the Reiki at all, or anything for that matter. Now, or what you do is you say, I'm now in the parallel that I'm healed, and then you get a synchronistic, you know, hit, you know, uh, or intuitive hit or a synchronistic situation that comes up and says, oh, you know, I, uh, this session, this type of healing session, um, you know, I was thinking about, you know, energetic healing, and then somebody out of nowhere sort of said, oh, I just went to this thing, and it was so awesome, and you just feel this internal, like, yes, like your body, like your energy is saying, me, 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 I need that, I need that, and it feels very like, yeah, yeah, I have to do that, and there's like no question, it's just like, yeah, that's it, that's the thing for me, that's, that's a breadcrumb, that's a synchronicity, that's letting you know that in that healed parallel, this was one of the pieces that got you to that point that was in alignment with your, the healed version of you. So you could need, need no intervention. You choose the parallel, and you can need no interventions at all or whatever interventions or whatever tools you need will come up for you synchronistically, and you'll know within your intuitive senses, yes, this is the best for me. And that's where you're giving it permission, Okay. So you always have power, and I think that's really the point of all this, is you always have the power to choose. You always have the power to to receive and accept an alignment with whatever it is you desire, or not, or not. So this is not a recipe. This is not a magic trick. All these tools that we're talking about with the multidimensional parallel realities, it's a muscle. You're building a communication system for yourself, an energetic to physical and a physical to energetic communication system, an alignment system. You know, you're looking through your catalog and you're saying, I like this and I like this and I like this and I like this. Think of it as like your cosmic Pinterest board. I've been like all over Pinterest lately. I go for like long periods of time where I don't look at it and then when I get into it, it's like, it's, it's so addicting, you know. But you're going to and you're choosing your desires. And then you're getting in alignment with them, and then they come in, and that's it. Okay? All right. One more thing I just want to say, and then I'm going to start taking your calls. So if you want to call in, now is the time, 347-215-9485. 347-215-9485. I want to talk a little bit just about your imagination, because I heard something the other day, and it really, really stressed me out. And... um, 
I just want to see something. Yeah, it really, 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 really stressed me out. Uh, one of someone I knew had a session with their one of their coaches, and they were going through some anger things. And the coach said, "Use your imagination to hurt the other person." So, you know, to get your anger out, don't be afraid to beat them up, torture them, drown them, burn them. You know, do whatever. Use your imagination to really get into it and really hurt them and name them and kill them and kill them off. And and then, after you finish killing them off, go into your imagination again and do this visioning session for your future so that your future, you know, now you're creating a new future. And I didn't say anything because that's her choice of teachers and all that, and she's going to, you know, work through it as she wants to. But I just want to say... Your imagination is literal. It's real. It creates what you're focused on. And it also boomerangs back to you. So I would, if you ever hear this advice, please don't take it. Being violent in your imaginary energy, your imagination is, the, is a conduit between your higher self and your physical self. And it is literally energetic clay. And when you do that to someone, torturing and burning and everything, you are setting your frequency so low. And you are setting yourself up to magnetize that type of thing happening to you in, you know, modern times. I mean, you probably won't be burned at the stake, but, you know, is your money flowing? How are your bills going? Deals coming through? How's your life running after that? Is it working? Because if it's not, it could very well be that you're spinning some really dark stuff. So I just want to make it very clear that your imagination is not, and this shows how that person who's teaching doesn't understand energy. Your imagination does have consequence. And so there's many ways to get rid of anger, but that's probably not a good one. Okay, And as far as visioning your future, none of this is about future because future doesn't exist. This is all about choosing your parallel and getting into alignment with it so you see the evidence of the new parallel present in your now. Okay, If you start thinking you're visioning anything for the future, you will literally put arresting yourself. All right, so that really, 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 really got to me. Um, and I just wanted to make it clear, in our global community, this is not a good idea, okay? I want you to take care of yourself, take care of your energy. If you're really super angry with someone, you're feeling violated, you know, step into the parallel where you have better understanding of what it means, of what in your energy was an allowance, of what you needed to take from that. Okay, feel greater ease around it, feel the divine detachment from it so you're not feeling those feelings. You know, go out for a run, go out and do something positive for yourself. You know, put punch punching bag in the physical, but don't use your imagination to tear somebody else to shreds and kill them and bleed them out and all that stuff and chuckle about it. Not cool. Really, really not cool. Okay, now, all that being said, um, let's go ahead and take a few callers. I know that Sam has been... Um, answering the calls. So the first person, if you've been waiting for a while, just please come back near your phone. Um, all right. 
And the first person we have is Erin in California. Hi, Erin. Hi, Mari. Hello. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, thanks. Thanks you're for good. taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. What's your question? Um, my question is what's the what the next step is that I need to take or what I'm not maybe what I'm not seeing that I need to so that I can use parallel reality to bring in my most compatible life partner. I guess I kind of want to know if I'm in in the way of it happening somehow or that I'm doing everything that I can. And now after listening to you, like how much in alignment I am (laughs) to it. Okay, so so what are you actually doing now that to to bring in or to be in better alignment with the relationship? Um, What are the steps you're taking? Being more, um, being more. surrendering to it happening but I don't know if it's um, the same as um, what you're saying well praying for it (laughs) to happen Um, but I I don't I guess I don't know that I've actually chosen the parallel reality I don't know if I I have you taken the the multi-dimensional lab course yet have you taken the audio course okay that's why you're asking okay so there's, I mean, it's a little too big for this class because there's a whole protocol that you do, but essentially um, it's not about a prayer and a wish as much as it is um, creating a scene in your head where it's already done. So you can do a visioning of, um, not a visioning, an alignment session where you already are being, like you're being congratulated on this person being in your life and what a great couple you are and how this person is all in when they see you with this person. Oh, my gosh. It's like you can see it in his eyes. He's amazing. He just, he's so into you. And, you know, instead of hearing he's not that into you, you hear he's so into you. And um, and feeling that feeling of what it feels like to already be in it and have someone congratulating you on it. So you're not really going, you're not doing the wish and the prayer thing you're not doing the um, the the visioning vision board and creating the list and all that, but what you're doing is going past being getting into the relationship and having someone congratulate you on it. And what that does, and this is very very high level of this because it's you know a one minute answer on a <laughs> to a four week issue, but it's um, what what really that does though is it puts you in the parallel where that person can come in and it configures itself. So, um, and then you just kind of follow the breadcrumbs for that to come into fruition. So what I would highly suggest is that you take the course because that's going to bring it, that's going to be the tactics that you need um, as far as, and once you do that, it feels in your energy that you're very much open and, you know, for it. It's just a matter of understanding that, you know, wishing for it and kind of, wondering is actually in a way pushing it away because it's it's a doubt it's like you're casting a doubt you know and when we're doing this kind of work it's not predictive work it's not you know oh i see it in your energy he'll be there in six months you can make him there tomorrow you know by your alignment so or it could be two years you know by your own alignment and that your allowance and readiness for it so it's just it's a process but i don't think you know listen prayer never hurts you know, um, and prayer would bring you to this call today and say, oh, okay, there's my next step. Let me learn these, you know, these pieces. And then from there, 
you start to get, you know, the the, the bricks, the yellow brick road to Oz kind of thing. So uh-huh. um, I'm going to have to jump to the next person, but I hope that's helped a, a, a bit. And like I said, just go into, um, you can just very quickly go into, uh, you know, close your eyes, take, you know, five minutes and just see yourself, you know, maybe out to dinner with a girlfriend who's just recently seen you with this new person and just congratulating on what amazing relationship you have. And then that, then it's done. You're in the parallel and it starts to load it. All right. So I'm going to jump off to the next person, but I hope that's helped. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Take care. Okay. So next we have Dana in Florida. Hi, Dana. Hello. Hi, Mari. Hi, how are you? Hello. I'm doing great. And you? I'm good. I'm good. What's your question? I have a question about uh, the, the process of seeking permission or the concept of seeking permission. And okay. How do you make, I mean, so I want to make sure that um, you're giving yourself permission to get into alignment if those obstacles are removed. Okay. So what is it that you're confused about with that? Well, because I'm assuming that I would have given myself permission, but listening to you talk about it, there seems to be you have to actually remind yourself that it's okay to want what you want. Right. So um, good question. And the way you know is that if you've given it full permission is if it's there yet or not. Okay. So if sometimes it's divine timing, right? So sometimes it's a little bit of, and I shouldn't, divine timing is a little bit of a weird phrase for this, but uh, sometimes there is a, there's an alignment process, right? There's kind of a natural flow of something um, coming into your physical reality and uh, versus being in the, in, in the energetic form, right? So, it's loading in or you're loading into it. And in order for you to be in alignment, there's some shifts and changes that you need to go through. So for instance, let's say you want a relationship, but your finances, your health, um, your home are kind of out of organization. So if that person showed up at your front door, you would lock it and say, oh my God, I got to lose 30 pounds and I have to clean the house and oh, my gosh, i got to get my, my money in order, and then I can open the door and let them in, right? You, you start to panic because you meet the person and you start to feel all your own inadequacies show up. Well, your higher self can see that. So it'll send you the inspiration for the desire for the person. However, if you, and you say, oh, I really want a relationship, I really want a relationship, and then that relationship comes to you, but if you're shutting the door on it because there's, four or five internal things that you haven't dealt with yet, you're not giving it permission to show. So it's not that it's not there. You're not giving it permission mm-hmm. because there's several things that are out of alignment with the full scene that you desire because you're not envisioning your ideal relationship broke, you know, not feeling good about your body and your house is crazy and the guy has to step over all these clothes on the floor because, you know, to sit with you on the couch right. and watch the movie, but the TV doesn't work because you didn't pay the bill. You know, that kind of thing. You know, right. So I always say, God won't deliver a million dollars or a man into chaos or significant other, let's say it like that, into mm-hmm. chaos. So that's the alignment part. So a lot of times we, okay. we know those things in our own 
parts. But a lot of people, I always hear when people talk to me about relationships, I would say a good, and this is not exaggerating, I would say a good 96% of the time when people bring up relationships to me in, in readings, they're not ready to receive those relationships. They're looking for the relationship to cover up money issues, feeling inadequate, feeling unlovable, you know, things that would create a codependent situation, and that's why those relationships extend. You know, they don't show up, right? Because that person, even though they want that person, they want a, a human being to mask over all of their own inadequacies, they're not going to give themselves permission to receive that great person, nor will that great person, the, the ultimate person, even be able to recognize them because they're not in the same frequency resonance. They're not anywhere near the same frequency. Right? So right. when you are in a position of, you you know there's a parallel, there's something that you desire. Um, if you've given it a decent amount of time and I say time loosely, but, you know, there's, let's say space for you to receive it. Seems like something's not right. You're feeling like, huh, this feels delayed. It doesn't feel like, you know, you feel, you, you're genuinely honest with yourself, you know, something's not in alignment. That's when you want to say, am I giving it permission to show up? Or am I not willing to take some action steps that would allow it to show up? Because here's what will okay. happen. Um, let's say you you have this interest in a particular guy, and and I'm using relationships. I don't know why. I guess people on you know energetically are doing this, but this is a good illustrator because most people understand this kind of example. Particular kind of guy. He's absolutely gorgeous, great shape, great career, great everything. You are an amazing match for him, but you don't feel good about how you look and how, you know, your fitness is and whatever. And you know that this person is out there meeting all kinds of people. And every time you think about being with this person, you know that's an amazing energetic alignment, but you feel kind of physically off. You can switch yourself into the parallel of being with that person, but you might be getting your intuitive hits go to the gym, work out, you know, drink green juice, do smoothies. You might go to Whole Foods and want the chocolate organic cake, but then you're hearing, well, no, maybe you should get the the sockeye salmon. <laughs> you know what I mean? You start to get right. hits that don't seem like they have really anything to do with meeting, the, you know, getting the guy to text you, talk to you, or whatever, but your guides are saying, sending you these other signals saying, this is what's going to get you in alignment with this guy's energy. You, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Because he's... Right. So... So sometimes it's not even a matter of permission as much as it is, and, and it, that can go two ways. It could be that you have to read the signals of what your action steps are because there's always action steps coming back to you. And if you don't go to the gym, he's not texting. And it's not because he doesn't want to talk to you. It's because your energy is saying no to the alignment. So why would he text you Until if you're not you in go to the gym. Right. Until you go to the right? gym. Right? So when you go to the gym and you go to the gym again, and you go to the gym again, do it three days, you start to get into the habit. It doesn't really take 21. It takes about three to start to get your energy into the habit. Then you forget about it, right? You're into the gym, you're doing your thing, and then out of nowhere he texts you. are like, oh, wow, oh, whoa, because you're alignment. You're coming into alignment energetically. Why? Because you're giving yourself permission because you say, listen, I've been in the gym for 10 times. Now, you're not mentally saying this, 
but you're breathing better, you're feeling better, you're walking a little taller, you're saying, you know what, I'm investing in me, and I just feel good. Well, guess what? That frequency is now an attractor instead of a repellent. You're giving right. yourself permission to receive the specific thing that you desire because you followed the breadcrumbs right. to help you to be in a better frequency alignment. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, yeah, it does. Okay, good. Because you can listen to the podcast again and play with it, and you'll you know you'll you'll get a little bit more detail. But this is it's excellent question. Now that could go for anything else. It could be for your money. It could be for you know jobs and all that other stuff. But I think that um, permission, anything can be a permission slip. Anything can be that thing where you say yes. The nice thing to know about this is you can choose that as fast as you want to choose it. If you keep procrastinating about the gym, but that's the signs that are coming, then you're saying, I'm not giving myself permission to have that relationship. And a lot of times when you do procrastinate, you you have to ask yourself, well, okay, does that make sense? Yeah, you know what? I haven't been going to the gym. What am I afraid of that if I did go to the gym and did get myself in alignment, what, what am I afraid of by having that relationship? Because I would say there's a dark side to all this, to every dream. So a lot of times we say we want something, we want that new parallel, but there's something about receiving that thing that we ultimately want that we're afraid of. Right. So that's another reason why you might hold up permission. So you might want to look at whatever it is your goals are and say, is there anything about having this that I perceive as negative? Okay. Or if I had this, what would scare me the most about having it? So maybe having that kind of high-octane relationship with a guy who's out there doing all these great things actually ultimately scares you because you're afraid, okay, well, he can have anybody. Why would he want me? Or, you know, you feel inadequate or maybe you feel like you won't be able to keep up with them or, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's out of alignment. So you can... Right. Do whatever, reading, whatever you want, but if you're not in alignment with that frequency and ready to give yourself permission to allow it, it's not going to happen. Right. And it's not because God isn't delivering it or the angels hate you <laughs> or the psychic was wrong. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's because it's you're yeah. repelling it yourself. Okay, does that make more sense? Yes, it does. Thank you. Oh, you are so welcome. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Okay. So, really good questions. Really, really good questions. I appreciate that. And I love that they're on topic, what we're talking about. Thank you, you guys. That is awesome. So, I see that we have yet another AHA Moments radio show. Reminding you to please keep an eye on your inbox. We'll be getting stuff out for the um, audio course as well as the live course for the um Manifesting Lab, Multidimensional Manifesting Lab, and the AHA Factor online course next week. And I will end with my motto, which is, you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. See you next week. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at 
www.facebook.com slash aha moments inc and twitter at twitter.com slash aha moments we can't wait to see you there